Good morning to you. Um, this legislation would require estate agents and online hosting platforms to check if property owners have the correct planning documents. Can you go into the devil of the detail for us in this, please? I can, of course. So, uh, in 2019, Owen Murphy, the then Housing Minister, introduced regulations for short-term letting. Uh, what the rules required is if your property was in a rent pressure zone uh, where there's pressure for long-term rentals uh, then uh, if you're letting out your property for less than 90 days a year you didn't need planning permission just an exemption letter from your local authority but if you were letting out your own primary residence for more than 90 days or a second entire property you would require a planning permission and the idea would be that would allow the local authorities to decide whether in certain areas uh, there wasn't a need for short-term letting and it would be better if those properties were in the long-term letting sector the regulations were good. They had cross-party support on foot of uh, an Oireachtas Housing Committee report that many of us were involved in. Uh, and all TDs uh, and senators on the committee supported the regulations when they were introduced. The problem is enforcement, as is so often the case. The, the planning enforcement regime uh, for local authorities is very slow, cumbersome and expensive. It requires going to the courts. So we called at the time for uh, uh, the minister to introduce a sanction against the state agents or online platforms like Airbnb, who advertise properties for short-term lets that don't have either the exemption letter or the appropriate planning permission, and for the minister to be able to issue them with daily spot fines. Owen Murphy at the time said he was open to the idea but never did anything about it. Dar O'Brien has himself said he's interested in doing something around this area, but two years into his ministry hasn't acted yet. So yeah. the legislation we're introducing this evening in the Dáil, um, one, creates an offence for an estate agent or a platform who advertises and therefore is potentially profiting from short-term lets that aren't planning compliant. Uh, and second, by way of regulations for the minister to allow local authorities to issue spot fines mm-hmm. uh, uh, on those estate agents or platforms like Airbnb, who are not only facilitating uh, breaching of the planning rules, but who are potentially profiting from it as well. And it's not a change to the regulations, it's just to ensure proper enforcement. Okay. But if how, you look, for example, how heavy do you want the fines to be on? When you say on, on the spot fines, what are you talking about financially? Absolutely. So... The, 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 the spot fine would have to be more than uh, the platform or the estate agent is making for the advertising of that. Uh, uh, so we've left the setting of the fine to the minister, but it would have to be uh, more than the profits that, that the uh, platform would make. Yeah. Uh, and you could even argue that if the longer they left a non-compliant property on the platform, those fines could escalate. They're spot fines, not court fines, so there's a limit on how you can go, but we've left that to the experts in the department right. and to the minister. I mean, just to say, if you look at your own county, for example, last week, uh, on any given day, there was about 11 rental properties on daft.ie, but 490 short-term lets on Airbnb. Yeah. Not all of those short-term lets were in rent pressure zones. Some of them were in the more scenic part of the countryside. They're not covered by the regulations. Yeah. But given that our private rental sector is shrinking, given that there's so much pressure on affordability and homelessness in every county, can I stop you for a second? Because I discussed this. One, uh, we've had several property uh, stories raised on this particular program. The most recent was with Gillian and Rob, two young professionals who are doing extremely well, uh, were uh, able to take on five new employees to their business, and yet it's now two weeks. I haven't heard from them since last week, but they had three weeks been told to vacate the premises they're in. Three boys in the autistic spectrum, up the walls. Here they are working night, noon and morning to create a business and provide employment. And one of the issues Gillian raised was the situation with Airbnbs in Wexford. Can you tell me how bad the situation is in County Wexford and how is it restricting rental stock within the county? Yeah, so again, excuse me, if you just look at the figures, 
um, they're, they're really quite stark. So 11 rentals on a given day and 490 short-term lets. Um, and that figure is replicated right across the country. The problem is for the last four years, our private rental sector has been shrinking quarter on quarter in the main because semi-professional accidental landlords have been selling up and moving on, but also some have been shifting into the short-term letting for, for various reasons. Or indeed, sometimes when the property is bought off the semi-professional accidental landlord, it's bought by a fund who then puts them into short-term letting. We've seen this coming. This hasn't come out of nowhere. And the other problem, of course, is government, both the last and current, are not investing enough in the direct delivery of really good quality, affordable homes to rent or buy right around the country. They haven't delivered any affordable homes to purchase in the last six years. They're going to deliver a few hundred this year. And in terms of affordable rentals, they only delivered 65 last year. That was only in Dublin. And again, the targets this year are very, very low and not any, as far as I'm aware, in County Wexford. Mm. So we we have a shrinking private rental sector. We have private uh, owner-occupier supply, uh, which is low in number and high in price. And the one thing successive governments could control, which is direct investment and delivery of large volumes of affordable homes to rent or buy, governments have not and continue not to do it. And therefore, while Airbnb isn't the cause of our housing crisis, we need to be very clear about that. At a time when the private rental sector is shrinking, it is right that our planning authorities get to make the final call on whether properties should be in the long-term or short-term rental market. And that's why the uh, uh, planning regulations should be properly enforced. Okay, so uh, would you be hopeful that certainly Airbnbs could be released onto the the main property market then? And what are you suggesting or what do you think is feasible? Yeah, exactly. So the the idea would be, I mean, for example, in in, in those areas where our large cities or large towns, where there's a dearth of rental accommodation um, in, in the urban cores, and there's been a proliferation of commercial short-term letting. Uh, the idea is is when the, the owner of that property yeah. uh, comes to apply for the planning permission, they are in general refused if it's in a, a, a rent pressure zone. And then they either uh, uh, fit that, that property into the long-term rental market or they sell it and an owner-occupier buys it. Mm. And you know, one of the things that we saw during COVID is particularly our cities and large towns not enough people are living in them. And we saw that when there was remote working and, and uh, the businesses, uh, services, restaurants, shops and cafes in our urban centres had no custom. We really have to decide, you know, do we want more people living in our urban centres? Mm. And if so, then planning policy as well as government investment needs to be targeted to ensure people who want to live in our urban centres, cities and towns can access good quality affordable homes, whether to rent or to buy uh, or indeed social housing again, which is in much demand.